John chapter 8 and verse number 31. Let's stand together for the reading of God's Word and prayer for the message this morning. The Bible says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. <laughs> they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we never in bondage to any man. Who sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the Son abideth ever. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Father, Lord, we count it an honor and privilege to be in your house this morning. Lord, we thank you for moving upon our hearts by the way of song. God, we give you praise, honor, and glory for the wonderful blessings you've bestowed upon us all. And God, we ask you to bless this service. Lord, I pray that you would undergird us with your spirit and your power that we may preach the word. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, that name is above all others. Lord, that we'll set everything aside, pull up a chair, and put our feet under the table of God. To where we may hear your word and maybe be applied to our lives this morning. Lord, I pray that you'd loose this tongue, let it go. I pray that you would minister to each and every heart that's in these pews. And Lord, if there be one lost and undone, doesn't know you from the free pardon of sin, God, I pray that the day would be the day that you grab a hold of their heart and they accept Christ as their personal Savior, your darling Son, for we know He is the way and the truth and He is the only way that we can make it to heaven today. Lord, and we'll thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we do humbly ask and pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. you may be seated. If my math serves me correct this morning, this past July 4th, we celebrated 237 years of freedom here in the United States of America. All through the ages, man's basic needs and basic wants is to be free. Freedom is one of our greatest resources. During the War of 1812, the British decided to attack the small fort in Baltimore. That was manned by a thousand American soldiers, Fort McHenry. They had already taken Washington, D.C. and burned the Capitol building and knew that they must take this fort to get the rest of the country. Major George Armistead had a flag of 15 stars and 15 stripes uh, made to the size of 42 feet by 30 feet. So that the British would have no problem seeing who was in charge. This flag was not just a, a material with stars and stripes on it. This flag represented America. If the British were victorious, this flag would be blown to bits and then replaced by the British flag. 
They surrounded Fort McHenry with 19 of their strongest ships loaded for bear, loaded to the gills. And on September 13th, 1814, they began to bomb Fort McHenry. Now, one of these ships on that ship was a lawyer named Francis Scott Key. He was on the ship to negotiate the release of Dr. William Beans. And had won the negotiation, but was told that they could not go free until the fort was destroyed. So all day and all night, the doctor and the lawyer watched to see what would happen to this fort. And see what the giant flag would tell them. That flag would tell them if America was to stand or if America was to fall. All night the bombs uh, exploded over the ramparts and they could see glimpses of old glory. But the early next morning when they awoke, as the British decided to retreat, they saw our flag was still there. Later it was told that the damage to the fort was very minimal. And only four American soldiers were killed. All through the night as bombs would land in the fort, men would actually run up to those bombs and pull out the fuses and most of them didn't even explode. You're talking about bravery. You're talking about a soldier. Let me go pull the fuse on the bomb. I'll defuse it. Amen. And then, of course, Francis Scott Key penned these words... Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh say. Does that star. Spangled banner yet wave. Uh, or the land of the free. Uh, and the home. Uh, of the brave. Uh, I thank God that we live in a nation. Uh, uh, that we can come together. On a Sunday morning. Uh, and Freedom uh, to come together and worship Him. uh, The greatest ultimate soldier of all time that gave His life for you and I. Being the Lord Jesus Christ. For if it wasn't for Jesus Christ dying for our sins. uh, We could not have ultimate freedom today. Uh, He's the darling Son of God. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. uh, And no man can come to the Father but by me. Uh, That tells me that Buddha don't have the way. Uh, That tells me that uh, any other God. Of the Hindus does not have the way. The only way according to the authorized word of God this morning. Is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the way to heaven. He is the key to the door. That will get us into that celestial city. I don't want to underestimate each and every one of you. That served this great country of ours. I don't want to underestimate the lives. That have been given to where we may come in. To the house of God on Sunday. 
and on Wednesday or any day of the week and serve a risen Savior. But I do want to put on the pedestal this morning the ultimate soldier that died for you and I as he was nailed to an old rugged cross at Calvary over 2,000 years ago. And that's my Lord. That's my Savior. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And He is the Master of all. The Master of the sea. And He's going to take care of us. Even though as we look upon this nation today, we can see where she's been weakened. We can see where the values of man have been brought down. We can see where convictions some places no longer exist. But my friend, that doesn't change the fact that Jesus Christ is still the Lord of all. And He's still here to take care of us. And He's still worthy to be worshipped. And He's here to answer prayers for us. He's still the healer of the body. He's still the great bright and morning star. He is the Savior of this world. Thank God that He is. Amen. As I look through time. The Bible. If you look through the Bible and the Scripture. You see a lot of history. You see a lot of times when Israel was bound and bound into slavery. Time and time again, I especially think about in Egypt during Moses' day. Some 430 years were they in bondage. I think of Israel in the 70 years of bondage. As they served under Babylonian captivity. I think about Israel seven different times. During the days in the book of Judges. Uh, where they were bound. I think about Israel. Under Roman dominion. The days of Christ. Uh, and the days of the apostles. Now, I see nations that are under bondage. I see nations that are not free. You have something here this morning that a lot of people don't have and that's freedom. And God is to be thanked for that freedom that we have obtained today by His grace and His mercy as a nation. The United States of America. And then I look at to some personal beings uh, in the scripture. I've seen a woman that's taken in sin. Uh, this is an adulterous woman and everybody knew it. Uh, and they got her and they put her in the center court uh, as the people surrounded her. Uh, and they were calling her guilty of what she was. Uh, she was there. She was a sinful woman. Had committed adultery. And back then, my friend, the law was this. Uh, she was to be stoned to death. Can you imagine how many people would die today? <laughs> if that law was still intact. As many unfaithful people that partake in that thing, that sin, if you will, call it what it is, sin, old adultery, don't you realize how many people would die today? But all of a sudden as this lady is thrown into the center court and the people are surrounding her. Grace showed up. <laughs> all of a sudden Jesus appeared there by the woman and the Bible says that he's down 
I can picture him twirling the dirt in the sand. And of course, everybody's upset with this woman uh, uh, that's committing adultery. And uh, rightfully so, they should be. Anybody ought to be upset over that. But yet Jesus says this. Ye that is without sin, cast the first stone. And by the time Christ came to his feet, uh, those that were surrounded there around that woman had departed and was walking away. He said, woman, where art thou? Thy accusers. In other words, where have those people went uh, that was accusing you of this sin? Now listen, uh, uh, she was guilty of that sin. Uh, but thank God we don't live under the law today. Uh, we live under the under God's grace. Uh, and God's grace is what set her free that day. Uh, she experienced that grace uh, uh, right there uh, in that center court uh, where she was about to lose her life. Uh, and Jesus said, go on uh, and sin no more. Uh, and my friend, that doesn't give us a license to sin today but it does allow us to be forgiven of the sins that we've committed and we ought to know that deep down in our heart there's no sin too big that our God can't forgive I think about that dying thief on the cross he's in bondage just as that woman that committed adultery was in bondage but yet This dying thief on the cross had enough notion in his mind and soul to look over to the Christ and say, Father, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me. And Jesus must have done the job instantly because he looked back at the thief and said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Oh, they didn't have to wait for him to be taken off the cross to be baptized. Uh, uh, Jesus didn't tell him to do that. And I believe in biblical baptism. Uh, but baptism's not going to save you today. Uh, it's the precious blood that was shed for us that saves us. Uh, my friend, and I'm glad that he did uh, die for each and every one of our sins. Then I think about the prodigal son over in Luke chapter 15. He thought he was going to have his freedom and he ended up down there in bondage. Then he come running back to the father. And you know the rest of the story. What he thought was freedom turned out to be the worst kind of slavery. The Bible puts great value on life. The Bible puts great value on freedom. The Bible puts great value in liberty and happiness and strongly condemns bondage and slavery and such things like that. We celebrate our National Declaration of Independence on the 4th of July. Declaring our nation to be free is a wonderful thing indeed. And it needs to be done. The freedom that we enjoy today has been fought for. It's been won on the battlefields. It was purchased with wars, blood, lives, struggles, sacrifices of all those that have went and fought before us. Some of you that are here today that have fought for us. It did not come. 
come cheap uh, and thank God for you. It did come very dearly to our hearts and we ought to be remembered and reminded that today freedom must be treasured. It must be valued. It must be appreciated. It must be defended to be maintained and preserved. Uh, Christ told these Jewish believers uh, if they would believe His word uh, that they would be set free. uh, And they answered, free from what? What are we free from, Lord? What are we free from? As you sit in these pews this morning, I want you to ponder through your mind. When Jesus Christ sets you free, you are free from for free indeed. But what did He set you free from? Think about it. What did He set you free from? First of all, we're free from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Romans 8.2 For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Thank God. Listen. If we had to depend on the law to get us to heaven we'd never get there but it's by God's grace and grace alone that we're going to leave this world be transported into another one and we can make it by the grace of God. Oh, listen. You can't depend on the law to get you there. In Bible times, when a man was found guilty, the judge ordered a handwritten of ordinances of the offenses. And which was a list of the crimes that they were guilty of. And they would nail that to the door of a prison cell. And then you would get, people would know of what you were guilty of. Uh, they don't do that today, Jim, but back then, or, or do they? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you'd go by their prison cell, you'd know what they were guilty of. But thank God Jesus came and can set us free. Tear down that list of our offenses and stamp it paid in full. <laughs> Already paid for. You know what? All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. We've all got our downfalls. We've all made our mistakes. We've all made our sins. We've all fallen short. Our righteousness are just as filthy rags according to the word of God. But aren't you glad to know that you can go to the Lord Jesus Christ and bow your head before him and say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me my sin and where I failed you. And even though you may be marked by certain things that you've done. Oh, he's an old drug addict. Oh, she's an old harlot. Or he's an old thief. But when God comes by. And pulls out your list of your sins. uh, And marks on them paid in full. uh, Paid at the cross of Calvary. We can understand and know. uh, That it's completely wiped out. uh, It's completely gone. uh, And the Bible says he throws them as far as the east is to the west. uh, And buries them into the deepest parts of the sea. Uh, What does that tell me today preacher? Hey I'm free. I'm free. I'm free indeed. And I'm forgiven from all of my sin today. If somebody will preach, I'll shout for you. Hey man, I'm free. <laughs> hey man, I am free from the curse of the law. But number two, I'm free from the guilt of sin. What shall we say to these things if God be for us? Who 
thee against us. Uh, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Uh, it is God that justifieth. Uh, I am free, free, free indeed uh, from the guilt of sin. Uh, I don't have to look back on my life uh, and ponder about the evil things that I've done. Uh, because it doesn't matter anymore to the Lord Jesus. He's wiped the slate clean. And my friend, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, sins were covered by the blood. But in the New Testament, thank God, it's been washed in the blood. It's not a cover-up. We've been cleansed. We've been made whole. And when we've been cleansed and we've been made whole, Jesus Christ provides a way for you and I to live a better way. I'm here to tell you today I'm free from the guilt of sin. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God being uh, justified freely by His grace through redemption that is in uh, Christ Jesus. He paid the way uh, for you and I. Amen. I'm free not only from the guilt of that sin, but I'm free from the dominion of sin. (laughs) Oh, what does that word dominion mean? That means power. That means authority. I'm free from the dominion of sin. The Bible tells us, I believe it's in Romans chapter 6 and verse number 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, uh, uh, for you're not under the law, uh, uh, but you are under grace. Uh, uh, for you that think that sin's just so hard uh, and comes down on you so tough uh, uh, that you can't get away from it, uh, I'm here to tell you our God's bigger than that. Uh, our God's bigger than the devil. Uh, he can shut him up. The devil is a lie and the truth ain't in him. Uh, our God is bigger than that. Uh, and my friend, His grace is bigger than that. Uh, uh, don't shortchange God's grace of thinking. Uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ can't forgive you uh, and when he forgives you those sins are forgotten don't allow uh, the devil to throw them up to you and to try to get you to rehash them uh, it's good from time to time don't take me wrong uh, to look back and see where God's brought you from uh, but don't ponder about those evil deeds of your past uh, because if you've been set free by Christ praise God you're free indeed uh, and it's no longer to be remembered We've been set free from the dominion of sin. But thank God we've been set free from the power of darkness. <laughs> Colossians 1.13 Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. John 8.12 Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. <laughs> Uh, let me say, let me stop and throw this in. It ain't going to cost you a bit more. I promise we won't pass the offering plate for it. Uh, we shall be the light of this world. Do you let your light shine? I'll leave it at that. Delivered from the power of darkness. Number five, I'm free from the fear of men. Bible says, for you've received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. <laughs> Hebrews 13, 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Right. It's too late. They've done seen your car in the parking lot. <laughs> you might as well give him praise. <laughs> you might as well give him glory. Amen. Uh, he deserves every bit of it this morning, huh? Oh, I've been adopted into the family of God. 
Aren't you glad you've been adopted in? Sometimes I think, was I birthed in or adopted in? I finally came to the conclusion I was both. <laughs> How are you adopted into the family of God? You know what I like about being adopted in? If you, if you go through an adoption like some of these folks have, and, and the, the attorneys may have told them, uh, once you've adopted a child, you can no way disinherit that child. That's right. In other words, God forbid, Tim, but if something was to happen to you and your wife at one time, y'all were to say y'all were to die without a will or anything like that, guess what? This is your boy too. Ain't it good to know that God ain't gonna disinherit us? <laughs> Hey, He's going to still love us. Uh, He's going to still take care of us. Uh, He's still going to watch over us. Uh, But our problem is uh, we don't trust Him and we fear. We are to fear God, but we're not to fear man. We're not to fear the situations and the circumstances that come our way or that some may believe may come their way tomorrow that may never come to pass. I like this when I'm free from the sting of death. How many of you have ever thought about dying? Be honest with me. Raise your hand. You thought about dying? I have. Mm-hmm. Wonder why that is. Let me tell you. Number one, we're certain that the Bible tells us this appointed unto man wants to die. Steve, that means it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way around it. As some as you that look so good to be 80 years old, you're still going to die one day. You still think he's as handsome as ever, don't you? Praise the Lord. I asked Nellie if she thought Jerry was, Gerald was pretty this morning, and she laughed at me. <laughs> and Gerald said she might have thought it 50 years ago or something like that. <laughs> You ever thought about dying? Do you ever know that when you go to a graveyard? Hey Jim, when we go to the graveyard and we look through the tombstones and we look at the dates on that those tombstones, they're all ages. All ages. It could be a a, a teenager, it could be a baby. It could be a, a a middle-aged individual, it could be laid up in you know over hundreds of years old. Hundreds of years old, not hundreds, but a hundred plus years old, we're going to die. And I believe we know that we're going to die. We see people die. We hear of people dying. But we have an uncertainty because we don't know exactly what's going to take place. What happens? I, I used to fear water. I did. I, I, I was just completely fearful of water. Now, I took a bath. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> what you was thinking, wasn't you? I know you. I know how you're thinking. I used to be fearful because there had been some times I'd been playing around in a pool. I'd get brave and be jumping in. I'd go down to the bottom of that pool and I'd slip and I'd fall and I'd be laying down on that thing. And, and I'd come up can't not able to breathe coughing getting strangled you know can't breathe 
How many of you ever used to play some roughneck ball? I know, I know my buddy back here played, played some ball before out, just out in the backyard. And, and we didn't wear no pads. We just played ball. And we wasn't two-hand touch. Huh? Ain't that right, Brad? And we'd, 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 we'd hit each other hard, bust your head wide open, and, you know, everything else. It didn't matter. How many, how, many, how many of you ever had your wind knocked out of you before? What does that feel like? You start feeling like and you start thinking like, well, you know what? How is this going to feel if I can't get my breath back and I'm dying? You, you, you can't help but to think about it. You can't help because it's inevitable. It's going to happen. But the good news to us all today is this. You don't have to fear death. You, we can be free from the sting of death. The scripture tells me, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He has conquered death, hell, and the grave. And He's going to take care of us when we pass over. I believe, Listen, I've seen people smiling as they're leaving. I've seen them with big, big smiles on their face. I've seen their eyes lighten up like they seen something from another world. And I don't have no reason to doubt them now. Listen, they didn't sit there and struggle with it. They just gave up the ghost. That soul that's in that body that's going to live forever is taken over by the Lord Jesus Christ, brought and taken up to be with Him. And my friend, I believe it's going to be just as easy as we was birthed in this world. Didn't have no idea where we was coming in, you might not have much of an idea what it's going to be like when you're going out, but Jesus is going to make sure there's no sting and there no, should be no fear of death that's going to come our way and everybody's got to face it. I've seen people leave here that are saved with smiles on their face. I've seen people leave here that are not saved, that are screaming, Pull me out of the flames. Why is that? The Bible tells us. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Hell's your home. Why would anyone want to give up. Eternity in paradise. For just a few short sinful days. Down here. When I say eternity, does that comprehend anything to you? When I say eternity, eternity, does that mean anything to you? I heard one man describe eternity in this fashion. He says, eternity reminds me of this. You take the world's smallest bird, you send him into the Atlantic Ocean, he gets a drop of water, he flies all the way over to the West Coast, drops that drop of water in the Pacific Coast, flies all the way back to the Atlantic, gets another drop, goes all the way back to the Pacific, drops it off there. He's transporting one drop at a time across this nation. And he says... When that bird has emptied the Atlantic into the Pacific, eternity will just have been started. In other words, there is no end. No end. I'm free from the sting of death. 
But thank God today because I'm saved, I'm free from this world. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those things. Concerning them which are asleep. That you sorrow not. Even as others have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so them which are asleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord. Shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And the voice of the archangel with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. I'm free from this world. I don't have to associate with the world. The world does not hold me in bondage today because I belong to Jesus Christ. I can't never cease to thank Him enough. I can't never cease to praise Him enough. I can't never cease to get over that He would die for somebody like me. He died for me. And we've mentioned some things about the death of Christ. And of course the uh, blood that was shed uh, uh, on the cross of Calvary of Christ this morning. But do remember this. They placed Jesus in a tomb. Rolled the stone against the door. Oh, but my Jesus didn't stay dead. The stone was rolled away. uh, And Jesus came up out of the grave on the third day. uh, And listen, He's seated at the right hand of God today to make intercession for you and I. And my friend, listen, that's what it's all about this morning we're free we're free we're free indeed I'm free we think about the freedom of this nation this country I'm glad I'm free to go to heaven today if God was to call me (laughs) I'll never Forget this illustration. As the preacher stood before the congregation, he said, what would happen if Jesus Christ was to come at 2 o'clock in the morning? Everyone was asleep. What would happen the next morning when you wake up? And the husband wakes up and he rolls over and he looks and there's nothing but a nightgown and a wedding band. <laughs> you see, the woman was saved, the husband was lost, nothing but a wedding band and a gown. And what would happen if, you, uh, if, if that dad then soon says, hey, look, i got to go check on my baby. And he goes into there uh, to the, where the crib is in the nursery and he looks down and there's nothing but a diaper, a onesie, a passy. A pair of booties. The baby's gone. Not because the baby's saved, but because the baby's safe in Christ Jesus. You see, folks are dying and going to hell today, church. There's many a people today that still don't know the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are we letting our light shine for this freedom that we have? 
Are we letting our light shine uh, as we endure and enjoy uh, the freedom? Uh, listen, I'm sure on the 4th of July, and they're probably still feeling the effects of it, uh, uh, there was many a parties, uh, uh, there was many a fireworks, but not around here. We need an ark to get out, amen? Uh, but uh, there's probably fireworks going off. Uh, there was probably uh, coolers full of their favorite alcoholic beverages, and they probably drunk so much of it that they got sick. And what if Jesus would have came? Bad news. Bad news. For them, good news for me because I'm getting out of here. Thank God I'm free today. The question is, are you free? Are you free from the spirit of bondage that this world can have you wrapped up in? The bondage of sin. If you're not, I know a place where you can go and be set free. I know a place where you can go where he'll stamp upon you a seal saying free indeed. Are you free? I want you to stand across this building today. Thank you for your attentiveness. I say unto you this morning in all seriousness if you've got a need you ought to come around this altar and pray this morning. You may want to thank God for your freedom. You may have some unconfessed sins in your life that you may need to have forgiven. You may want to come thank God for everything He's done for you. There may be some here today that's lost and undone, don't know this freedom that they have through Jesus Christ. If that's the case, let the day be the day. That you accept Christ as your Savior. And that you can be set free from your sin. You can gain that life eternal in the heavens. A home. Whose builder and maker is God. We're going to pray. We're going to sing a song of invitation. And when the song begins, you can feel free to come. You can feel free to come during this prayer if you'd like. But this altar is open at all times. Father. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your many blessings of life. Lord, we thank you for everything that you've bestowed upon us. God, I pray that if they want to be here lost and undone, that they from the free pardon of sin, God, that you would save them before it's too late. Lord, I pray and give you thanks for everything you've done for us. Thank you for freedom. Lord, you do the office work in the hearts of the people, dear God, and we'll be surely just say thank you for what you've done for us. In Jesus' name we do humbly ask and pray. Amen and amen.